that homo Travolta strutting his stuff down the street. <laughs> this is a man's voice. Is that a question or a statement? I've been with tr- it's tan, it's tan, the tans the with deeper voices than this. It's the men that you like. Ones with tits. <laughs> Another, another story here. Comes to remind me. Good, thinking of the There's a kid named Bill McGilligan back home. You know who you are. He was listening to this in Catholic school. And my father found out because we told him they're playing this in Catholic school. And he was in there the next day raising hell. He goes, I'm paying money for you to hear these fruit flies. He said it right in front of the principal. And this kid, Bill McGilla, gets dancing to this. So this other kid caught him walking home from school and said, <laughs> started, one kid held him arms behind his back, and this other kid was punching him in the stomach, giving him gut shots as hard he can, going, ah, 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 staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. For, for everyone who's not old farts like we are, that's staying alive by the Bee Gees. Because Leonard, <laughs> Leonard is staying alive as much as he doesn't want to. How you um, feel? You're here for a reason. I feel better. Just want to thank everyone that, with the outpouring of concern. You know, it happened again. And it's, you know, once you start adding a lot of compounds, you have to take into account the repercussions of it. And quite simply, I took my last shot of insulin before going to Las Vegas and I was wanted to spend a few months off in the hopes to see if I any get any reduction on my Tom Platts of Abs awesome core, just as an experiment. And apparently, my blood sugar got so high that I blacked out, almost lost consciousness, uh, horrible sweats, hot as an oven. Versus this is high blood sugar. Because the insulin would clear it out. You know, I wasn't making any dietary adjustments. So, I was planning on having Brad coming out and putting my bike into his Camry. Which was going to be rough as it is. And I called him and told him, you know, if he can come out there. Because I really can't move. And I went into a place where there were a lot of Jamaican and Haitian nurses. It was like a little school that was right next door. And I went in there and sat down, and they asked me if I was all right. I said no. And a woman just says, it saw me in basically in agony. And she said, do you need an ambulance? I said, yes. She ran outside, and they were there minutes later. And I was semi-remember being taken to the emergency room of JF, John F. Kennedy Hospital in Lake Worth, Florida. And Brad showed up, and I thought I was hallucinating at the time because I was. <laughs> I actually looked at my keys because I pulled them out of my pocket, and it looked like spiders. There was about six keys on it, and they were moving around like spider legs. It's never had yeah, that done you before. Were fucking out of it. I've I know all you mushroom you and LSD users out there. I've never done it, but you know it's not a really good experience. And there's some more footage to show you guys, and you know I may have 
not been in the right state of mind, and I apologize to the staff at JFK, and even in violation of the HIPAA rule. Can you tell us one story? I choose it. I choose to have it aired simply because from a learning experience for the maniacs and others. Brad, can you tell us one story of something he said that he shouldn't have? Well, I think we would to let him see it for themselves. But well, we got to make sure it came out. We haven't looked at it yet. There's a lot of cookie cutters, and there was a, a patient in there that was very belligerent. Oh, he was such a pain in the ass. And I hope Brad can show some of that. He had like a toothache or something, and they wanted to draw blood or whatever. Then he's yelling at the nurses, yelling at the doctor, and he's laying in the... He's laying in a bed in the fucking hall. He didn't even have his own room. He just grabbed a blanket. Yeah, and I bet you down. that human filth probably he's moaning and moaning. took the money out of my wallet, which I ended up <clears> having to go to Lost and Found. I mean, when I'm out of it and a paramedic asks for my ID, you'd expect him to give you your wallet back. But Yeah, that was fucked up. So missing quite a few months of money, which... I know. When that lady came in to get your information, I went in your bag and found your license but no fucking wallet. Yeah, so I'm gonna. And they could. They thought he might have been sitting on it. Then they remember those nurses came in and tried to move you. Yeah, you're like so. yelling at him. I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very, you know, it was easily preventable. I should have known better, but you know, I'm here, and hopefully, people can learn from it. And obviously, people. Oh, well, uh, people. How about you? Why don't you learn from it? Yeah, I learn a little bit day by day, but there's always something else. As far as what. What's going to be you wrong know, if with you? You want to be a freak, you're going to have to. Well, you're going to have to we pay catch, the consequences. You, you know how much shit me and Andrew catch when something happens to you. Why aren't you looking out for him more? Why are you letting? You know what the fuck? They certainly do. What are we supposed to? You're a fucking forty eight year old man. Right. You're a grown man and I does mean, what you I, want. I think. I think. In the past, people may have felt that way, but. After all this time, knowing how many times Lenny's been through this, and I think people are starting to realize that Lenny's going to do what Lenny wants to do, and that's really it. Lenny that's needs to be a freak. He needs to get back on stage next year, and he needs to... Stop talking to your, about yourself in the third person. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I hate when people do that. Make the ruby great again, basically. Right, because it sucked this past year from what I heard. There's probably no one there. Stan McCrary was their peddling merchandise. Who? Stan McCrary. From the Diana Cadu video. I don't know who that Big is. Big Stan. I'd, I'd have to watch that again. What kind of stuff? Yeah. Probably supplements. Oh, okay. Not nearly, uh, not nearly as good turnout. I mean, obviously. How did, what did you think of that? I thought that hospital was pretty nice from what I saw. The emergency room area, the room. Or you... I think Delray's a little step up, yeah. not much. But diversity is alive and well, I can say that, <laughs> from top to bottom. And ignorance, quite frankly, <clears throat> you know, when you hear, I don't want to single anybody out, but when you hear doctors say, I don't know, I just don't know. And you give them critical input of your medical history and your pharmaceutical history, no clue what these things are. Yeah, they ask what, what drugs you take that are legal. I had a doctor tell, look me in the eye and tell me that you shouldn't, no one should take testosterone under any circumstances because it causes cancer. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, he said it right in front of me. Oh, my God. Well, what did you say to him? I just totally, I mean, even the, any, everyone knows that on the Internet. That's not true. I mean, you got people in charge of your life. You know, if you got to look stuff up on your phone as a doctor, something's wrong there. Yeah. 
I couldn't believe it. When a lot of you guys have given me better well, me- medical well, advice. Said, and yeah, I take trinacetate, um, what was it, Decadurable, and the one, two doctors in there, both of them looked at each other, and the one woman looked at me, she's like, uh, what is that? I don't know what that stuff is. <laughs> Like, yeah, really? But you, you know what fentanyl is, don't you? You don't get educated on steroids. Well, they don't want to educate themselves. That's the thing. Yeah. Get to collect their money. Collect. I'm sure the literature is there for them to learn. Well, they're too lazy. Yeah. I want to uh, bring this opportunity to welcome Dale back to the competitive bodybuilding arena. He oh, apparently he competed this weekend, unbeknownst to anybody at the... First ever transgender bodybuilding classic held in Atlanta, Georgia, which is basically Dale's backyard. <laughs> and I was, saw the pictures. That's how I was alerted to it. Oh and you, although you I don't approve of up. Dale's new art, his body artwork, I like his new clean shaven face and his slip back hair. It looks good. But Dale, you're, <laughs> and your conditioning, I'll overlook that because, you know, with the surgeries you've been through, just to see you back on stage brought a smile to my face, so... But you better bring it next year because you ain't going to beat me. Or actually, the bottom line is this, Dale. You didn't want to step next to me and do comparisons. Not on the stage because you probably won't be in my weight class. But on (laughs) a legitimate comparison, which you wanted no part of the last time you were here. So, Right now, people are already making memes as soon as they hear this. Well, somebody sent... Direct message me that picture. Yeah. It it just does not jail. Your conditioning is off, but I can understand it. (laughs) I like the slick back hair and a clean shaven face, though. (laughs) You're such an asshole. Remember, you said it. You just got to get over that hump, Dale. That's it. There you go. Maybe that's the hump. That's the hump you need to get over. He looked like a hump, Dale, with all that water retention. Talk about water retention. You're holding more water than the Hoover Dam. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the Hoover Dumb. Basically. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I want to thank Andrew and Brad here for their concern for my health. And just to know that, you know, i got to keep these things in mind. And when you take something in, when you you got to make sure you, what happens when you take it out. You know, even with guys with low T, you could crash, and that's no fun either. It's not life-threatening as a high or low blood sugar, but I think low blood sugar is worse. I've had both. I've experienced both. Low blood sugar, you sweat and feel cold. High blood sugar, you're just hot, sweating bullets, disoriented. You're disoriented when it's low, too. But I, You are the worst I've ever seen. But low, you know, what? I, I ate some Tootsie Rolls, and that took care of that, but... This was awful. Yeah. And it caused a minor heart attack. They say the residuals that they found in the heart are markers of someone that just had a heart attack. So yeah, that's what that uh, nurse or doctor came in and said. Based on your blood work, it seems you had a mild heart attack. Yeah, multiple. We want to do a brain scan. And what happened with that? Well, being that I'm not even able to sleep on my back with a weak CPAP machine... They wanted me with uh, oxygen, the little nasal amount, to lay back, and I just couldn't do it. I was having trouble breathing. You know, anything for minutes at a time, I'm going to start flipping out. So. You would think they would have another machine instead of just one. Yeah, and I think I wasn't such I had mentally stronger than that, but I admit I still got some weaknesses to overcome. 
So, mental weaknesses, or physical, mental both, as we all do. But I still got a bigger core than Phil Heath. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. He might. He might uh, have his lawyer send you an email and sue you. Yeah, what's that, <laughs> what's that shit? Don't about? say well, that. I heard he. An NFL player loaned him a hundred thousand dollar bracelet, and he never gave it back. Why would you loan somebody a hundred thousand? Especially bracelet? Phil Heath. Which which player did that? I forget his name. I don't know if he's a current player or an ex player, but yeah, that's out there. Yeah, I watched Nick. Yeah, I watched his video today. Try to educate myself a little bit in that situation. And what were you buying, Phil GH, with all that bracelet money? So what <laughs> what happened with the Nick Power and Strength though? Well, he's strength and threatened power. a lawsuit against Nick Strength and Power. For what? For spreading well, the bracelet rumor, which oh, is pretty much he, a fact. He, he basically just covered the story as any reporter would cover a story. He said, this person said this, and this person said this, and this person said this. And you know, next thing you know, he's being accused of libel and slander when he didn't make accusations. He was just reporting what other people said. Which is freedom of press. In a YouTube video. Legally, he didn't do anything wrong from the sound of it. And then he posted screenshots of his um, private DMs with Phil Heath where you know, Phil Heath was saying, you're going to hear from my lawyer. And then apparently Phil's lawyer sent him an email. Let's hear from your trainer, it, Phil. Fuck no. Why you can't get yourself in shape and get that bubble cut <laughs> down. He's probably just still pissed off because he lost the Olympia. So he's lashing out. Yeah. But that just screams guilt when you do that. Yeah. It's not true. What are you worried about? You give a shit. And why would you want to borrow a bracelet? If I saw some guy with a hundred thousand dollar bracelet, I call him a like, cookie that's cutter. Not even like a like a terrible accusation to have towards. Him. I call him a like cookie cutter. Call, so what the hell are you gonna do with fucking, that? Yeah, who the hell? File or something? And, oh, you you fucking you know you didn't return a bracelet led to you. It's a hundred grand. Yeah, but that's that guy's f stupid for letting him borrow it. How's that? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? About stupid, st even buy one. What the Thank hell you. you. That's what I was about to say. Well, that too. Right. Buy a three-bedroom house for $100,000 is bracelet. A nice meal service or a nice fridge freezer so you can get fresh hunting kills of beef. From the Chance Estates. Well, similar to the Chance Estates. <laughs> I heard he has four <clears throat> gigantic freezers at Chance Estate, all with meat that's taken out and prepped a certain way. So Must be nice. we know when we go visit him, we'll be well-fed. Right, What's Dale? up with all that water retention, Dale? That's what I'm going to know. From all the IVs. Okay. Figures. <laughs> the IV amino acids. And while you sneak into a transgender show, something ain't right here, Dale. Either you're stuffing your posing trunks the year before, oh my God. or you simply didn't stuff it for the transgender show. <laughs> this might Can be, we get a response for this? <laughs> look, this might be a stupid question, but in order to compete in that show, does one have to be transgender? Yes. Well, that's why they call it the tr transgender. Well, because, you know. If a transgender person wants to compete in a non-transgender sport, God forbid no one wants to let that happen. But what if an, a regular person wants to compete in a transgendered event? Shouldn't it work both ways? Oh, you know that See my point? double standard. Well, I think it's basically a forum for women that have taken testosterone to call themselves, I don't know, I mean, if, if the transgender community wants the rest of us to be 
welcoming to them, well, shouldn't they be equally as welcoming to... Well, they welcomed to, uh, Dale Chucky e. Cheese Chance, so I'll give him credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> With open arms. You're not going to let they that They rolled go. out the red carpet for... Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Penelope Chance. <laughs> Penelope. Where did you get Penelope from? That's his that transgender kind of bodybuilding name. Oh, is that what, that's the name of that person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as you call a shim. A shim. I have more respect for Dale to refer to him that type of vernacular. <laughs> oh boy I'm glad you're back to yourself Leonard my flabby weak self this is podcast number 37 and no it's not a fucking intervention okay Leonard's a grown man knows what he should or should not be putting into his fucking body but he likes he likes to push Push the limits. Push it to the limit. Yeah. Once you're, you know, <clears throat> come to the edge of death, I think you get off on that. Does that give you a, some kind of a rush to be that close to dying? No, I'm far from that. You're saying in that bed, it's okay because I'm going to, Christina's about to take me away. <laughs> yeah, that's what you feel like, but <clears throat> thank God they. Put me out, brought up my blood sugar, or brought it down rather, rather quickly. So now you know what to do. So that yeah. won't happen again. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I could drop dead tomorrow when all of us die. Okay. But I think the best thing I can do is get a good night's sleep, which I haven't done, and that's for everybody. Make sure you eat like clockwork, make sure you're hydrated. And eat good, sleep good, fuck good. That's right. Yeah, and that place has been pathetically lacking. Right. So, any young women out there of the dark colored skin over six feet tall, you want to help me with that problem? Just contact the guys, Gee, my thanks. producers. I can't wait for those. I'm sure that they're lining up, Leonard, as we speak. Wouldn't surprise me. So I was reading some comments about Mark on the podcast last week. Seems there are a couple of different schools of thought. Some people think he's spot on with all of his talk, and others think he's a paranoid nut. Nothing paranoid about that. I mean, the progress has been right to it, to a T, what would happen. If you look back at that ex-Russian KGB agent and the writing on the wall, said that back in the 70s. I'm not sure the individual, but there are, there is a speech he made that's that's right on. I think there's a little paranoia, but it, he's just he's obviously very frustrated with the system. As well, you should be. Yeah, I mean, you know, when your parents are living better than you, and all of our parents did that at our age and younger, that shouldn't be happening. Much better lifestyle, but have families. You know, look at all of us. It's not the same equal our parents. We should be doing twice as good. We're not. You're right. We're not even doing half as good. It's Victimized by the courts, by the... Well, it's a corrupt system. We know yeah, that. By the... We just have... For set, me, it's, it's been accepted. affirmative action and, you know, trying to come with a company and, you know, be an asset and what do you get? <laughs> you know... 
why having a union job is huge. To an extent, it's not what it used to be. The unions killed the automotive industry. They're putting together pieces of junk left and right in the 70s. 70s? Yes. That's when it started. There was a lot of shitty cars made in the 90s, too, if I can remember. Oh, there were good cars made in the 30s and 40s. About 9,000 Remember what pounds. Archie Bunker said. <laughs> 9,000 pound cars. Remember what Archie Bunker said. You could drive one of those cars through this fucking house. <laughs> His old Buick LaSalle. G.R.O. LaSalle ran great. <laughs> those were the days. And you knew who you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Now you got all these long-haired hippie faggots <laughs> strutting around with these skinny jeans, worrying about their they're having a bad day or they're my bad or some shit like that. They vape in LA Fitness. They vape in the gym. Unfuck. Even when Eric <laughs> Eric was with me the other day, he witnessed it. He saw. It. He's like, "Holy shit, those kids are vaping over there." Well, they're vaping. I'm crop dusting. These that are two, gym, and, so. the, and these are two other kids that. Uh, that I saw. There was another pair of faggots that were smoking their vape pen in the fucking gym. Time for a t-shirt, maniacs. You Give us some suggestions. You, you can't wait till you leave to fucking vape. It's so Vaping sad. is for wimps. You know, I could see, I, I could see, That's where. I could see Emma vaping in the gym. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Never heard of her. <laughs> is that, don't lie, Emma. You know you vaped in the gym before. Somebody just gave you a tip on the cameo that we just did. That's Thank nice. you. Yeah. From Kennedy. Let's address this financial hubbub. Oh, you want to, oh, you're going to answer the question? You want me to read you that question? Yeah, yeah that's a no, good B, question. B. Torres, one of our number one fans. One sec, let me find it. There's another very long one that I'm looking at here, too. So. Okay, B. Torres. Question for Lenny. I have to ask the question. You have constantly talked down about people asking for money on government assistance, LOL, but you have a GoFundMe to have your house cleaned out of sheer laziness. And then there was the Olympia you had paid for you. Now you're wanting a GoFundMe for Italy. You spend all your money on drugs and ask for handouts from a GoFund. Actually, Lenny never asked for handouts. That's not true. Uh, we, we arranged that. Uh, for handouts from a GoFund quite, con quite constantly, it seems like. Are you not the biggest cookie cutter of them all? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I wouldn't say that. That's a legitimate question. But those people that are getting government assistance, what are they doing for us? Are they providing entertainment value? Are they delivering any ments? Are they delivering a positive <laughs> message? Are you learning anything from these people? No. They're sitting back in these ghettos, sucking each other off, smoking crack, and doing every fucking thing under the sun so they can get a legal high and rip people off. And that continues to go on, and they're subsidizing the birth rate. You're better off giving the money to rats. They're better for the ecosystem than this human filth that is coming out of nowhere. And you've seen them. Look at the stories online. Ever since I became uh, on the Internet earlier in this year, how many stories have I seen that made me sick of these pathetic ghetto mothers either 
putting their child in a microwave oven, putting their children in a real oven, burning them alive, suffocating them. Or instance, this white trash having her boyfriend come up and rape her four-year-old daughter and beat her to death. And those are the people that are giving the money so they continue doing the filthy things that they do. Now, as far as a GoFundMe, yes, I'm going to eat my food. That costs money. I need nominal rent. I need the water. I need the training. I need to be a freak. That's what I do. Therefore, I'm not asking for major amounts, but any little thing helps. Is it anything? I mean, do you get go to the movies free? No. Do you do anything free? No. But you need some type of funding, which I've learned in later years, so you can maximize that. And there, therefore, everyone wins. It's called maximizing the mints. You know, and I hope, and I'm, I'm in a situation financially where a maniac can come to me for some counseling and I could fund him in a, in a way that's going to do him some good. At my discretion, I don't tell you guys to do anything. I'm not pulling a gun right, anybody's head. But you guys have been nice said. enough, and right. those of you have done it, I thank you to the bottom of my heart for all you've done. Even the house came thing was kind of a debacle because my heart and my head wasn't in at the time. Kind of a debacle. It's just I was just going out to prove that that stuff is cookie cutter, all the cleaning. It's not that important as going out and doing things, although I appreciate and you know the originality of it. And believe me, I know all your names. And you guys will definitely, be in the afterlife, we'll all be sitting together. I know it. I can see it. And whether that happens tonight, tomorrow, or in a hundred years, I'm looking forward to it because I well, think it's a better place. What's funny is, is there's so many people that donate money to the dumbest shit and get nothing. That's and true. Nothing and that's out. their discretion. Right. As, as I can't tell people what to do, but it definitely makes those ments more, you know, better. I mean, we wouldn't even have any Olympia ments. And God knows the way we've been uploading lately, it wouldn't be many minutes to begin with this year, so which we got <laughs> well, to work on. Well, that's one of the reasons why or we organized the Olympia trip because we knew there was no Ruby this year, mm -hmm. so September would have been a completely dead month from yeah. start to finish. So, and we're always working on an angle for us. If any suggestions or anybody want to help financial, or we can give you a return on your investment, so we can get a booth at the Arnold, or some type of money making gig, or even go to a gym in Italy, and. Just do like Jay Cutler does. Bring over your supplements and, you know, your Jay Cutler doesn't go to the, all over the world for nothing. You know, what is he providing that we can't provide and then some? I think we could provide the exact same things Jay Cutler does, supplement-wise, information-wise, star-wise, and then some. Great entertainment. So anyone that wants to. Does he have a YouTube channel? Yes. He does. Yes, he's really active on it. He's active traveling. He's all over the world. You know, going to different gyms, contests. He's on the move. He doesn't sit around. Yeah, you know, know, you got to give the guy credit. Yeah, but exactly all that shit costs money. You know. Right. He's. And it's we like can do anything he does, and then some. I'll stake my reputation on that. You want training advice? I can give it to you. Matter of fact, some of you guys out there could give training advice to anybody. I've learned think, so much I think stuff probably, from the media. What was it? At least ninety percent of the feedback was was positive. Let's face it, guys. The information is out there on the internet. Who gets the entertainment? I don't know. I've heard a lot of positive things about our our material. But no matter what we do or film, 
there's always going to be some people you just can't make happy. Like right, yeah. as is everybody <laughs> in the world. Exactly. Yeah. I I've been in, I've worked in the hospitality industry since I moved down to Florida in 1998, and there are two things I can definitely say I've learned. Number one, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, you are never ever going to please everybody and make them happy. And number two, there are some people who are only happy if they have something to complain about. If anybody wants to know what I'm talking about, go on YouTube and watch the Jackie Mason skit called Jews in a Restaurant. <laughs> Jackie Mason, who I was lucky enough to see perform on Broadway when, I, when he did his one-man show back in New York City, he's one of my favorite comedic personalities of all time. YouTube, Jews in a Restaurant, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. About how With, to get free shit? No, not how to get free shit. About... Let's say we're all sitting here right now at my dining room table, right? I can't sit here. This this light is too bright. The air conditioning <laughs> vent the air con- the air conditioning vent is blowing on me. It's making me cold. Oh, okay, sir. Let me move you over here. Now it's too dark. Now I'm too warm. I can't sit here. Well, let me move you to another table, sir. This table is too close to the kitchen door. It's too far away from the bathroom. What I have to go to? So, you or know, the wife so, don't chew with your mouth right. full, Melvin. So, so <laughs> it, if someone is sitting in a restaurant, no matter what table you put them at, no matter how luxurious a table it is, there is somebody who will always find a reason to complain and bitch and why they don't want to sit at that table. And it's mainly to get something for nothing. In some cases, yes. In some cases, it's just to be a, with the heat. Just to be a pain, a pain in the ass. If somebody it. got the balls to go out and say, "This is what porch monkeys do at a restaurant." Oh my god! I could do a good one <laughs> no. on that spoof on that. <laughs> oh really? No tip. We ain't giving no tip. They's racist. They serve the white people before us. This ain't salty enough. It's not spicy enough. I'm not paying for this. There's a hair in here. Here's a funny story that the, when I first moved down to Florida, my second job back in 1999 was at the Seagate Hotel and Beach Club here in Delray Beach, and I was a supervisor. And I remember there was—I I won't say the member's name. He's probably dead now. He was like 85 at the time. And Andrew, Andrew, come over here! Come over here right now! He called me over to his table. He was having lunch outside on the outdoor patio just on the beach. It was a beautiful outdoor restaurant. I'm like, what is it? What, what's wrong? I'm not paying for my lunch. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> my lunch has to be... I said, well, what happened? He said, a fly landed on my sandwich. Oh, the whole, oh the whole sandwich was gone. He ate the whole thing. Ugh. I'm like, but you, you ate the whole sandwich. Do you want me to go have the kitchen make you another one? No, just take it off my check. I'm not paying. <laughs> a fly landed on it. That's one of the risks you take when you sit in an outdoor restaurant. A bug might land on your food. What the fucking do? Anyway, that's that's what I'm it's like. Take a shit in your food. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Did he pay so, for it? No, it got comped. Yeah, if you if no. you cause enough of a ruckus, you will get. It, it's not worth the headache of going back and forth with one of these people in a situation like that. They it's, know it. It's like a baby. How do you stop a baby? They know it. Right. And restaurants, yeah, they can avoid a certain amount anyway. How do you stop a baby from crying? You give it what it wants. And if the baby wants free lunch, you give him free lunch. And Yeah, you don't put them in a microwave oven, you hood rat. 
Look at the stories, man. It's disgusting. What are you, you watching? Why do you watch all that disturbing shit? You have to. Why? You see what the world's really like. fucking have to. It's a selfish, disgusting place. <clears throat> and I hate when people take advantage of the weak like that. Especially the young Not, not even like weak. Helpless. Yeah, yes. that's awful. A baby's not weak. A baby yes. is helpless. Many cases of that. Many cases of babies in the fucking oven? Yes. Yeah, I've babies. read shit like that. Yes. Yep. Current. Out of control. You know, where, where are all the pro-lifers in situations yeah, like no that? Shit. You don't hear a peep from the anti-abortionists and pro-lifers anytime something like that happens. It's like once you're out of the womb, they stop giving a flying fuck yeah. about what no happens figure. to you. You know, yeah. you never hear a word. Yeah, and that's something. Another double standard. Huh? Yeah. Ever. Everyone wants something to bitch about, but hey, if you're too true to that cause, then go to war. And I just spoke about that with a young man that shot Andrew's bench video, 650. Oh, we saw him too. Yeah, Robert De Niro's nephew. He had a nice little chat with me. He's like, Lenny, he goes, keep going to war in here. That's what it is. You tune it out. He says, if this were a battlefield, what would you do? And there were no guns, and you had a, you know, the old uh, medieval battlefields grab a fucking axe a spear and i go hog wild you know basically every man for yourself because that's what you got to do in a gym and it is everything's a war in a, in a frame of mind if you look at it that way you want something done you put on your war paint so to speak and you go to war you know people could talk there's many uh versions of war everyone could go to war on a daily basis i had a issue with a uninformed misfit maniac years ago that took exception to that it doesn't necessarily mean on a battlefield anything you go all out for is a war and to be successful in anything you got to basically declare war i mean you could declare war and say i'm gonna have the best family that possible you know what but you got to have control and you, you don't have that in this country yeah nobody's gonna force feed junk food and left-wing propaganda and religious uh, mania to my children, they're going to be taught facts and they're going to be taught tried and proven facts and things they're going to do to make them better as far as eating and no fringe type well, lifestyles. If, if you think you're going to have children, you need to be alive to do that. You realize that. Yeah, well, I plan on getting my sperm frozen and a living will as soon as possible, so... <laughs> And who's going to take your frozen sperm? Huh. <laughs> it's going to be a, a lottery. Oh, no shit. Yes. Interesting. Why? Because a, a lottery. Will, <laughs> a lottery. A lottery. Like, These are like mostly. Uh, for let's face frozen it. Sperm. We have yeah. a largely male maniac. You have to have live sperm, though. Well, your shit audience. is all dead. There's, you're, oh, it's you're shooting blanks. <laughs> It's alive somewhere in there. Not with all that shit you're pumping in your body. And once you're, we're getting more and more female maniacs, they just are compelled to want me to inseminate them because of my confidence status. You're this delusional fuck. Well, mark my words. <laughs> we're getting more and more. Mark my words, Brad. More and more what? I'll say another thing. Jay Masters, what he says is typically true. He said certain things about me getting a heart attack, and look what happened. I certainly did. He was right about getting seasick, going to the Keys, 100%. Yeah, I don't think he's and too... And the latest maniacs, mark it down, 
Jay Masters looking at Larry Will's lifts. He's going to rupture a tendon or injure himself very badly. Don't say that, man. I don't wish bad, but that should no, be a warning to Mister. Hey, hurt. what is my me saying that going to jinx somebody? That's what do you? That's what do you? Uh, one of those. Uh, but you don't want him to be right about it. But no, he's going to be right because Larry, unless he heeds his advice and doesn't go for that so often. It's going to happen exactly well, like Jay said it. What did Larry Wheels just upload? Benching 500 pounds how many times? He tried to just to best Andrew Kalora by two reps. I didn't see the footage yet. You know, Andrew doesn't have that footage, but it's obvious to me he did a good clean nine. You could call Mr. USA John Defenders, and he'll verify that because he was inches away. He never saw anything like that. But tried to best Andrew Kalora. And, like, you know, look at Andrew and look at Larry Wheels. Larry, you're too lean. You're not holding enough water. Your joints are quite a bit drier than Andrew Kalora's was. Listen to the listen to the madman's advice. Because it wouldn't surprise me, it happens. And the first thing I Jay was right. Jay Masters was right. He's been right, Irish, pretty much very frequently. Start calling him the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jay's pretty good at predicting shit. He's as much of a fucking tyrant as He's you can be. He's an Eastern Michigan psychology major. What do you expect? Yeah. Isn't that something? People don't realize that. He's rubbing elbows with the Freudians. <laughs> <laughs> he is well-educated. It's crazy that he acts like such a jerk-off, but he's, he's, not a stupid, he's not a stupid man. Not by any stretch of the imagination. What do they call those soothsayers, people that predict the future? He's like the modern-day Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus masters. <laughs> Here comes a meme of that. <laughs> when is my date of death, Jay? Let me know so I can... Prepare for Christina. <laughs> well, I asked him who's going to die first, you or Lenny. He said Lenny. Uh-oh. <laughs> Guess I don't have much time then. We'll need him to help us carry the casket. He'll press the casket. <laughs> <laughs> He'll rep. I want everyone to rep the casket. That's the thing. When As I die. you're carrying it, you want us to curl you? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to actually, Brad wants me to have a will and not for his own selfish reasons but just a good idea just in case and no then, because when we were in the hospital they were asking him if he had a living will and all this and he said no nothing <laughs> i said you gotta you gotta have some kind of you don't want the bank to yeah. keep that fucking money no that's a good whatever, idea so whatever money you get you know i would like to have a stipulation in my funeral ever see who can rep do the most reps with a casket like in different lifts hook up some bar to it yeah so if we choose somebody can choose to deadlift it others can bench it what other exercises could we do with your casket uh (laughs) that's a good question i'm trying to think of some of the stuff from the world's strongest man competition the sled thing well they do a thing in the old ones where they strap a refrigerator to their backs and they try to walk with it as far do you remember that when franco colombo dislocated his kneecap doing that came right out yep you saw that he was trying to sprint with it. Yeah, he was idiot. carrying a refrigerator, and boom, his knee. I'm sure it's on YouTube. You can probably watch it. Is it. Almost, it's worse than Joe Theismann's injury. Oh, yeah. Definitely worse. No kidding. I didn't see that. Way before your time. 
No, Joe Theismann I saw, not the... Oh, Colombo. Yeah, Colombo. Just trying to sprint with it. Yep. That's real smart. What was the prize? So. Five grand, not even. Back in the 70s, you know. Put Lenny's coffin on our back and run with it. Jason would be first in line, especially if it would go viral. <laughs> Maybe we can strap it to the front of the grill of Jay's truck. <laughs> like a hood ornament. <laughs> I want a suit like PJ Braun. Would you open up? Says Delray Misfits embroidered on, on the inside. <laughs> and a picture. You got to wear a Christina Broccolini shirt underneath it, though. Yeah, I mean. Listen to us talking about his fucking funeral. I would. No, pr- so I would. Bad. No. Maniacs, this is some intervention. I would prefer yeah. if you guys could take this up like an unofficial will. Make sure Christine is at my funeral alive, as I know she'll be. She's already be taken my to heaven. I'll be gone, gone. But have her human body at my funeral just to, just to be on you, the same side. You need side. to will. You need to will whatever you have to your mother so she can take care of the fucking funeral. Hmm. hmm. Don't don't have your mother fucking outlive you. You never know. You know, we could all die tonight. That's very true, especially since Andrew left his car running in the garage. <laughs> oh, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, he'd be the perfect, you got the perfect suicide house. You got a gun and you got a... <laughs> a perfect suicide <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> Well, no. They car say when the you they say when you leave your car running in the garage, like you, it, you go to bed, you don't even. I mean, it's, yeah, it's uh, carbon monoxide is odorless. That's right. It's painless. You just go it's right done. Go right to sleep. Hundreds of thousands of times since cars were invented. Those kids, uh, they were. Just, that happened a couple of years ago, where they found two kids. Yeah, bonded. Boca. Yeah, the hose in the yeah. I remember pipe that, and then the hose into the window. Uh, yep. We want to talk about your life, not your death. How's that? Well, it's all the same. No, it's not. Everybody dies. That's right, but why Why do you want to go sooner? It's a better place. Think so? it got to be. I'm convinced of that. Well, that's because you've chosen to live like a fucking Nobody animal. can Nobody convince me that this is all there is. It's just not, especially I, in talking about the young babies right. right. born with progeria. I hate when I hear people say, let's say a loved one or a friend dies, and they say, well, now he's in a better place. How do you fucking know that? Didn't, Unless their didn't, life was complete torture. Yeah. No. I All mean, I'm saying is it can't be. Unless your life is that miserable that you'd rather be dead, then that's fucking sad, man. That is. Then why try to stay alive with drugs and hospital exactly. stays? If it's a better place. Right. right. Just... Jump off a bridge and get to the that's better place. That's a good place. point. That's why I don't. Or don't take, take the treatment. That's why I don't take the treatment. Yeah, exactly. You stupid fuck. <laughs> You're such a stubborn idiot. Well, I'm not going to take a treatment that's going to make me weaker, less intelligent. Yeah, but you don't know that. Jay Jay takes his blood pressure meds. He's got a purple head. <laughs> that's because he drinks a lot of fucking alcohol. Well, that's what maybe that's what's keeping him alive. It's thinning his blood out. You should just follow doctor's yeah. orders from now on. Well, that guy that doesn't even, that says that testosterone causes cancer? Not want me him, to follow no. his orders? Was that the guy with the earrings? No. Yes, that was my doctor. Yes. He came back in and He came into my shit? room later 
we said st- that sh- we huh? started naming naming drugs that he's taking, you know, steroids that he's taking, and the guy's sitting there googling them. He's never fucking. This guy looked like he had Carposi sarcoma. They look. They looked at me, and you were, you know, you were talking a little fucked up, but I was trying to repeat. Didn't what he have you a said. real attractive female assistant with him? Yes, and she was the one that looked over at me, puzzled, like you were speaking Chinese. I've th- never heard of any of that. I stuff. think she's probably trying to think if we were lovers. What? Would that be if you were Jay? <laughs> you fucking homos, man. For some questions that come in here, this thing's not posting. For some Can we get Brad a leather vest and the whole nine yards uh, and have him walk around like that downtown Delray, all jacked up? Uh, you couldn't pay me with the that. spikes on it. What's that like in? Uh, remember the police academy movies where they go to the fucking oh the the blue oyster, oyster yeah, and they're all dressed like well, was that the Las Vegas Lounge? Oh, that's funny. No, totally opposite. But on that note, those types in New York, I saw a documentary on them. Wait, you want to vomit? For those who don't those get types. for those who don't get the reference, Brad just said, go on YouTube, type in Police Academy, hysterical comedy series. And who does that remind from you of? From the nineteen eighties, and type in Blue Oyster <laughs> Bar Scene. That's all you have to watch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds like going on there. This is fisting. I tell you, I saw a documentary that was YouTube approved. It was the most disgusting I thing. Think the quotes. Disgusting <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thing. YouTube I, approved. I saw the way the bathrooms are arranged. Yeah, the toilets. Watch, that's what I don't get. You can watch shit like that on YouTube, but then they, they'll fucking. Delete somebody's channel, Tony Hughes' channel for showing. There's these steroids. all fucking guys in leather. They're all fucked up on any kind of drug imaginable. They're bringing in gerbils to the club. So apparently, it was this disgusting thing where the uh, say uh, I don't even want to say Please. Dale Chance can say it. Oh, he can go through the details, but put it get a toilet paper or a paper towel roll and. Inject a gerbil with drugs so it runs up in claws. They just trim its, its nails like Andrew Kalora trims his cat's nails. And they have the gerbil rake at your, you know what, while they're high on something. Tickling your prostate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sick fuck. I don't yeah. know why you'd want to watch that. You how, does that to, you, how does that just pop up? You on have your... to. Well, I've actually. One thing led to another, but you have to. It's important as an adult. One thing led to another, and I was watching. It's important as gerbils going up men's ass. As an adult male in the head of the household, you have to be aware of what goes on. It's just like in the military. Before they invaded countries and whatever, Vietnam, they were told every custom and every quirk about every single thing about that person. You have to gain knowledge of it. I don't suggest children or women do it, but if you're a grown man, you have to be aware of the sickness that goes on. I'm talking about the pedophiles, the you know mass murderers, whatever. The shit that's happening in your own backyard. The the homosexual leather fisters, all that stuff. <laughs> fisters. Oh my god. 
You should play it. Can we get? Can we get? I want to see Brad dance like that with somebody. Why do you want to see me? Wouldn't that make for the best? We need to get Brad drunk and have him do that down. You know I don't do that shit. How about you and Hamburg do it as a joke? Here's here's Jason. Maybe he's here. What's up? Me, Andrew Leonard. Natalie Portman's here, Jason. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Natalie Portman's sitting in with us too. Yeah. Come over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is he coming? I guess. I don't even know what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I'll come over on the train later. He said. It's fucking. It's almost seven thirty. What fucking lady you gonna train? Get insomnia. Yeah, exactly. Whether you take a pre-workout or not, all that central nervous system stimulation. Yeah, when I used to work out after work, like around six, seven o'clock, I could not go to sleep early mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Welcome You're to my wound, world. Fucking wound up. This afternoon wasn't a bad workout, though. I just feel better in the mornings, even though I look like shit. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Double bags like Bill Clinton, but whatever. <laughs> I get better workouts in the morning. Yeah, you're coming on an empty stomach. You're not going to get the best pump. Lenny, did you see what happened in Las Vegas? Between I the, saw the internet highlights. Uh-huh. It seemed very chaotic, yet childish. You guys want to fill me in? What, the Khabib McGregor, yeah. Well, did you see it? Did you watch it? I just watched the ending highlights. I understand McGregor lost. Correct. And he was attacked. <laughs> well, he didn't lose. He got smashed. He got his ass handed to him. Well, McGregor talks a whole bunch of shit. Conor McGregor, as Brad said earlier when we were eating dinner, Conor McGregor is like Jay Masters. He's a lot smaller. Yeah. He, <laughs> he talks a whole bunch of shit. Probably doesn't necessarily mean a lot of it, but he's trying to promote the event and sell the fight. He's... He's doing what he's supposed to do to try to generate as much money as he can because he gets a cut of the pay-per-view money. And that's why he's the highest paid MMA fucking Right. Ever. The more he hypes the fight, the more... What's pe- his yearly income? He got $3 million for the fight in addition to a cut of the pay-per-view events. And the more he hypes the fight and the more shit he talks and the more theatrical his antics are leading up to the fight, the more people potentially are going to buy the fight. Hint, so, hint, maniacs. So... <laughs> Included in a lot of his pre-fight shit-talking was stuff about Habib's religion, which is Muslim, his country of origin, which is Russia, his family. But what part of Russia? Isn't he like the... It's, uh, I forget what it starts with. Muslim section? Yeah. You know, Max was telling me about the part of Russia. Kazakhstan? Or? Apparently, it's a really rough <clears throat> part of Russia. Like, he probably grew up seeing a lot of fucked up shit. Murders, beatings, like tortures. Russian soldiers blowing up their mosques Just, with the... Uh, who knows? He, he, there's a video of him on YouTube wrestling a bear, I think, when he was not, watch nine it. years old. You can watch it. And Habib kept his cool. You know, he just sort of smiled throughout all of Connor's antics and then beat the shit out of him in the cage. And then... And he didn't even look tired at all. Yeah. And then he jumped the fence and... Went after one of Connor's guys. He was apparently also talking a whole Taunting bunch of shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a video of Dale Chance wrestling a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? 
Kamala and Dale came in third. Well, and he fucked himself because he had a great fight. I you know. know, retain the belt, and then he goes and jumps the fence into I see the crowd. Pri- uh, President Vladimir Putin gave him a congratulations. Oh, really? And no scolding or anything like that. So, hey, come back, treat you like a hero. Plenty of nice young women. Well, that's the point. What Andrew's saying is some people take shit personally and some don't. You know, and he took it personally, what Connor was saying, even well, though, Con- you know, Connor's trying to gas up a fight. But he's, I'm sure he meant a lot of the shit he said, too. But, but Maniacs, he played. Right into McGregor's hands. McGregor controlled it. He wasn't in control. But he M- McGregor lost. didn't control shit. McGregor Correct. thought he was controlling it. But he came out unscathed. They got a payday. It's on Habib. You know. Well, McGregor and the unscathed. difference between McGregor attacking a bus and this guy jumping into the crowd with fans around is that's why he's going to get in more trouble. McGregor didn't get suspended by the UFC for that, so neither should Habib. That'll be a, an outrage if he gets suspended and Connor did not. There were a woman on that bus, innocent people, you know. That's true. What happened on the Co- bus? You didn't see that? No. What happened in Brooklyn? I'm, not a, UFC, months, months I'm not a UFC cookie cutter dick rider <laughs> wannabe with an <laughs> affliction shirt. <laughs> Fill me in. <laughs> yeah, we see plenty of those. Jesus we Christ. We saw plenty of your affliction shirts in your closet. Whose? Yours at home. Yeah, okay. I guarantee you wore one before. I guarantee I haven't. Guarantee. No tap outs? Guarantee. I've never seen Brad guarantee. in a tap out or affliction shirt ever. You can come and look in my closet. No <laughs> Under Armour? Nope. <laughs> no, I nope. actually don't own, own any Under Armour. Kyle, Mr. Under Armour King. Who's that? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're so right. It's all he ever wears. You remember Kyle. I filmed him once a long time ago in the old world gym, but I didn't put it in the video. Kyle, Kyle. I'll show you him when the podcast is over. He's got the tattoo of the cross on his arm. That leg. You'll know. Okay. You have to show me. Here, hold on. I'll show you right now. Hold on. You'll know Came in the likes coming into the gym all blazed up. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know in two seconds. Uh, you don't want to forget him. That's funny. Affliction and the joggers. We had I was talking about that the other day with those pants make your calves look small. What about that cookie cutter in LA Fitness with the nose rings and the beard? Yeah, what was that fucking guy doing? Not much. No. Being a lazy ass. I tell you, man, they have LA Fitnesses have good equipment. It's just a douche fucking membership. Let it's, them lay on there and jump their rope or whatever the hell he was uh, doing. Oh yeah, okay. Uh huh. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Strong yeah. as hell. Oh yeah, big fun. On, on a bench, that's about it. No, he has videos on Facebook deadlifting six hundred pounds for two reps. No shit. Yeah. David good. Duke deadlifted six hundred for three. Who? David Duke. When he was in prison, Louisiana. David Duke? You mean the guy who was the, the Grand Wizard of the KKK? Yes, sir. Look it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Swear to God. That's how he got respect. we got to get a Klansman reference. David Duke will tell you how to train, too. He's on a, he was on a podcast I watch. Oh, really? He was being interviewed. Uh, it was an Australian guy. and he was, he was saying, how can we look so great? And he's like, it's a strength training. And he, David Duke did 600 for three and got a lot of respect. How long was he in prison for? 
like a few years. I forget what it was, maybe tax evasion or something. This fucking thing isn't refreshing. God damn it. Pretty good, right? It's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's bouncing off the ground, number one. Number two, he has it. It's harder to lift it off the floor. What's wrong? That was good. Yeah. It's okay. And he was standing on a platform. He was at like a three-inch deficit. So he His was... His about a three-inch deficit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're such a jealous fuck. No, he's just... Be happy for people, not jealous. Happy for him? Fuck, he's got twig legs. I feel bad for him. <laughs> hey, you know the feeling, right? No. Mine's a freaky. I know the now feeling. I know. We all know the feeling. <laughs> I miss the feeling though, getting a nice, you know what? No, I don't know what. Enlighten, enlighten us. I don't know what to think anymore. I notice a major decrease in that area, reducing my testosterone dosages, really. So you're just going to cruise on 200 like us? I got about 35 more days, then I'll step it up to 400. And I'll mix all your songs with it. And then January 1st, it's full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. For the ruby, the size cycle. For the coffin. The ruby coffin. Dale was wish he was in a coffin and buried alive like the rainbow and the serpent when I stand next to him next year. <laughs> I hope you make it till then. You quit being a stubborn bastard. Don't you want to feel good, though? What do you mean, feel good? Define feel good. <laughs> the opposite of feeling bad. You know what feels right. good? <laughs> what the fuck? Getting a tune-up. That feels good. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> From mind. a tan, tan, tan. They don't realize how stubborn this is. From a tan, tan, tan. I think they do. I think they do now. Gerbil yeah. tongue. Oh. I think they're starting to catch on if they didn't a while ago. That's why I posted that picture of you to, you know, so you could see how much people actually do give a shit about you. Mm -hmm. Don't want you to fucking die too early. No, I won't. I mean, it's, I know when, when to back off. Apparently not. No, I stopped that, that heavy stuff right before Vegas. <clears throat> if I would have continued, who knows? But I didn't. Now I understand Jay. I'm going to go out and say it. He left a text. He was at that place where walking across the sh uh, street was... We saw it in Vegas, man. Uncomfortable. Very. Well, it gets worse. He was so. a mess. Remember when we parked uh, you know, down the street from the convention center? Why are we parking this far? Because I think you did it on purpose. <laughs> Just like you wanted to take us out. You, I think you did. You know, the maniacs might be yeah. right. Yeah, wanted, Brad good. wanted us to die. Yeah, that's right. I want to kill all of us. Anyway, to kick us down the, the dam. I want to drive that fucking van off the dam with everybody in it. Hey, you better hope you have a Christina Broccolini carrying your soul away. Fuck her and fuck she you. can only take me. Good. <laughs> Bitch isn't even dead. Brad, you promised if we meet up with her in Italy next year. Oh, here we go. You're going to be pedaling the gonda. I promise. Yeah. If there is a way that we... Christina and you will meet in Italy. I will. And you wear those. I will row that fucking gondola with the uniform. You'll be wearing those yeah, silly outfits. My word. 
but with the shorts, absolutely with the knickers. Yeah, but yeah. Su- <laughs> supposedly she lives in Milan, and the gondola shit is in Venice. So we, I we'd have st- to. Gotta, I'm going to start looking at Google Maps tonight on that Milan and areas. Uh, Who knows where she is? But that's confidential information that be arrested the, when you get off the plane, Mister. <laughs> Mr. Adam McLeod has proprietary information on, so that's all in his hands. He took on the task, and with him, there's no quit. As you can see from some of the Instagram posts, there's no quit. That's good. Hopefully, we can make it happen before you drop that. Before we what, all what drop that. if she turns that? out to be a real bitch? Whatever is fine. You wouldn't care? Nope. She's like, oh, you disgust me. You're an animal. I just, just to look into her eyes. As she's macing you. Hey, if I deserve it, she's the one to do it. You're big Lenny. I also think if she actually kissed me, all that uh, immoral tan, tan, tan stuff might not exist anymore. Oh, so it just might like be washed when you, when away. You go to fucking confession, you wipe away all your sins. Yeah, just huh? the oh, the angelic, the angelic kiss of the goddess takes away all the immorality. What? What if mind. the opposite happens? What if you give her all of your immorality? What if you kiss her? What if you kiss her, and all of a sudden she starts watching like just dirty, raunchy, black tranny porn. Same shit. And she can't control herself. I think she's She starts doing trend. I think she's been exposed (laughs) to that because she did say she used to watch the zombie movies with her brother. It's all your fault, Lenny! All I picture in Italy, honestly, is that movie Hannibal where they went over there in that square like she's... What was that? That was like a place where they have stage plays. Like she's walking through that building and then the... Guy comes out with throws the guy out with his guts. You know that police inspector was being nosy. Yep. I envision it looking like that at night, walking around and running into her, and hopefully her and her husband going all taking us to a nice place and being very cordial, and getting a nice kiss, and hopefully you really plan this whole thing out. It's just what you? I've seen. I'm not like Jay Masters who really plans it out. You know, going so, to Jay. Cullen. So this is like a vision that you've had. Right, right. I have a lot of visions about her. This is how you want it to be. That's a vision. What can you tell us? Another vision? Yes, I have another vision that very soon I'm about to be jumped and uh, attacked pretty bad. Why? I don't know, but it just came to me. Well, I, you know, can take a lot of pain, but, you know, I overcome it, but, yeah, I have a... When's the, when's the last time something like that ever happened to you? I bet cops. That's interesting you say that. There's a question. Actually, those porch monkeys on oh, God. Uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard and Seacrest at Robert's Restaurant when they converged on me. But that was 1994. I took my glasses. Like 30 of them. They took your glasses? Yeah. Were they prescription? Oh, they're horrible. Bottle cap. Why the hell would somebody want another person's prescription glasses? I couldn't see. Oh. And then they made me drive, and then they extracted 30 bucks. Extracted? And the the, the crack court called Boynton Beach PD, and they picked up some suspects, and the guy, I remember, told me flat out. You shouldn't have been been messing with He says, we want you to look at these guys, see if you recognize anyone. I said, I have my glasses on. 
He says, but if you recognize him, he goes, it's your size. He goes, I'm putting you in a cell with him. You got a problem with that? You going to say anything? I said, no. But I honestly couldn't see the guy. But, it, but to their saving grace, once I gave them the $30 and they pulled the gun off and they ran out, they said, you're a nice guy. You handled that pretty cool. It's like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm calling the cops, man. You ruined my date. <laughs> of course, she's the one that wanted to buy some rocks and they're all, you got 30 guys coming up trying to sell her, you know, and then what, what do you expect, you know? She gives the money to one and 20 guys are pissed off. What do you expect them to do? A great crack whore too. I tell you what, Ethel, Ethel May I've, Williams. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Ethel May Williams, great rest in and peace. Crack whore in the same rest sentence. in peace. Great. Oh, she's dead. Yeah, we used to go where before they built the Publix down there on yeah. Gateway. What did she die of? Who knows? <laughs> she was older too. She's in her forties, late forties at the time. Question for all of y'all from Jonah Dewar: Could you recall a time of your life when you? We're close to death, should have died, but by divine providence, yes. still alive. When I jerked off with 104 fever. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. What did you feel like after? Almost like I was at a die. No shit. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Re- I don't recommend masturbating with a high fever. You've never had a. Woody close Brad, to death. are you sporting the Joseph Stalin hairstyle now? Yeah. You look just like him with that. Thanks. There's another fucking meme. Thank you. <laughs> when, 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 your, when was your close to death, Leonard? How many? Well, multiple times, obviously. The obviously. Number one being the time we went swimming in the ocean down here with some friends from Pennsylvania in January, not knowing a thing about riptides, and laughing and carrying on with the lifeguards before we, we were just waiting out, like flipping them off, knowing that we really needed them 15 minutes later. <clears throat> And when I, you know, didn't know about swimming against it instead of swimming with it instead of against right, the tide, take you. barely seeing the shore and freaking out and having waves come over my head multiple times, trying to catch a breath, and then seeing these lifeguards come out with flotation devices and cords, and I was re- so exhausted, and they looked scared to death. How old were you at the time? I was in my 20s. I was over like 3.30. And you think you can swim and that shit I happens. could barely see the shore. And they had to pull me one arm, one arm like this, and one in the middle around my waist. And three people had to pull me in. I'm like this. And, of course, they pulled me on the beach with no clothes on. My swim trunks fell off during that pull in. And <laughs> I'm laying there naked in front of families and children on my back. And nobody's covering me up. And I'm, I remember laying there exhausted. And it was a cool day. And I was probably, as you guys Stack of dimes. Have, seen my, <laughs> have seen my videos, it was probably worse than it was now. So It's interesting you say that because Robert Frank's friend, Jimmy Triceps, was on the West Coast uh, like a week or two ago. They were talking about it. And he got caught in one of those and almost fucking drowned too. It doesn't matter how good a shape you're in, how you gotta, you good you can swim, waves. you got to know, man. And the second time, of course, when I was riding with Dale Chance on I-95, the second time he was down here, <coughs> barely missing. That was, it's actually on tape. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, did he ever post that video? Yep. Oh, he did? Yep. If you guys want to refer back to that video, that's the second time I almost On died. what channel? He has, I, I don't remember if it was YouTube or Instagram. I think it's his YouTube channel. 
He had a, I think he had a camera mounted on his dashboard, if I remember correctly. People keep telling me I got to get that fucking thing to hook the f- right under the windshield. I got to order one of those. Lenny, here's a long question for you from, whoa, look at that fag. <laughs> that, that's the Instagram name. <laughs> Lenny, last time Synthal Mark was on the podcast, you said that sex is for marriage. And if you want sex, you shouldn't go approaching some girl you went to school with. I said can, that. Can you elaborate further on this? I am, ni- I am a 19-year-old virgin, and sometimes I want pussy more than I want to be alive. I was raised traditionally and also believe sex should be for marriage, but at the same time, I have no interest in marriage. I have never participated in social media, so the only females I know are my classmates. I have been tempted to pursue some of them before, but what you said on the podcast stuck with me and I needed more information before I could make a decision. Your advice on everything else has changed my life for the better, so I would love to hear what you have to say. If they're current classmates, no. It's not going to work. But if they're former classmates, then you got a shot because, you know, people don't like when others talk and all guys talk and all girls talk. But in your instance, you don't want to go out and have intercourse. And specifically, you know, just going in like that intercourse is made for marriage. If you want to, you're better off getting an escort, having her sit on your face, suck each other off. You know, maybe fuck her in the ass if she's up for it. If not, that's your best bet. That'll get you started right. You don't got to go in there and... You know, it's not something I'm intended for. Plus, it ruins it. When you're married, what do you got to look forward to? And I hear the argument from some that say, you got to know what the pussy's like. Well, they're all generally the same as our penises, believe it or not. Once they get erect, they're all generally the same. Unless you have progeria, God forbid. <laughs> you gotta, No, you got to know... And you could do that through oral sex, what she's like, her tendencies. It's not so much, you know, it's about the action, the reaction. You know, what do you mean the pussy's like? It's all the same. You know, I know people that used to get a jar of worms and stick their dick in it back up in Oakmont, Pennsylvania. What the fuck? They'd fuck a jar of worms. Who? Some fucking trailer trash. Not me. Fuck. Oh, yeah, not you. Get it, because they have earthworms up there, you know, for fishing. They got a lot of them. Just basically, you get a shovel and you dig into some dirt. It was kind of muddy out during the spring rains. You go throw them in a bunch of earthworms, pack them in there. And guys used to fuck themselves with it. And like in a mason jar. That was like the original fleshlight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Brad, I- what's a fleshlight? You know, uh- didn't somebody send you one? Didn't somebody send him one? It, no, it wasn't a flush eye. It was a pocket pussy. Uh-oh. Same, but same from what thing. I heard, the legendary Dale Chance used a jar of rattlesnakes. Oh, my fuck. I hope someone God. reported him to PETA. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking a jar of worms. Well, you'll be able to tell by the rattlesnake scars on Dale that are there to this day from the fangs. <laughs> but that's <laughs> hardcore, Dale. <laughs> Oh my God! How many kids do you think actually fucked uh, apple pie after yeah. American after that movie American Pie? I wonder how many people are going to try fucking a jar of worms after they listen to this. <laughs> think anyone? I mean, I I've heard about jerking off with a chicken cutlet, but not fucking, <laughs> not, what? Put, not putting your dick in a jar of fucking. When you wait, heard wait, about wait, people? Wait, wait. 
holding a fucking chicken what? cutlet around your. You dick. use your left hand when you did a, that. A, a raw piece of chicken. Your yeah. You're speaking from personal experience. No. I can tell. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you hear all kinds of shit. Banana peels. Never heard that. No. I've heard vacuum cleaners. We had a kid that did that. I know a kid that like put Teen Wolf his movie. father's Playboy magazines or his or whatever on the ground in the living room and poured Crisco oil on it and rolled around in greasy Playboys. We used to call him the Crisco Kid. I don't know what the hell you get out of that, but that's a true story. Isn't there like bacteria that can get into the head of your dick? If oh, you I'm f- sure. I mean, just salmonella. I don't know if you can get salmonella poisoning through your dick hole, but still. <laughs> It's a raw piece of chicken. Come on. Who the fuck knows what's on that? Hey, it's better than sticking your dick through a glory hole, one of those ad- old adult theaters from the 80s. You ever done that? No. <laughs> Actually, there was a crack whore in Delray. They had an adult theater, believe it or not, near Federal Highway. Late 80s, early 90s. It closed down in the 90s. And this crack whore named Vanessa used to take me there. And she'd be... We'd sit in the booths, and they had curtains on at the time, and they took them off like a year or two later. You just but there went, was a hole in it. He just loves going She'd to sit the there smoking crack. Fucking place she'd start know. smoking crack. I'd sit next to her. She had her. She play with my dick while she smoked the crack. Seen this dick come through, and she starts sucking away on it, and she didn't know who was behind it. Oh my! She used to get so turned on smoking that crack. She'd flash people in Publix. We go to Publix, and if I was in there buying something to eat or whatever. Or getting her a pack of Could smokes. Could you imagine seeing him walking she'd, in public? She'd keep the door open, oh. and she had like a skirt on her <laughs> short skirt, just to playing see. with herself in the parking lot. This needs to, you know, it's funny because I'm trying. I'm like envisioning this shit. There's a guy on YouTube that animates podcasts. His name is Polly Tunes. It's fucking funny. We got to get. It's him actually to, a good idea. We got to get him to animate our podcast. Look, I'll show you when we get off of here. It's fucking funny. But just seeing you, your big fat ass, walking around fucking Publix with a crack <laughs> She'd flash men right when she was with me the whole time. I kind of thought How it was bad funny. did she smell? No, she was pretty good, clean. Really? She was actually overly clean because she'd always, if I want to do some rimming on her, she'd always have to run to a bathroom somewhere, whether it be a gas station or a fast food restaurant. To clean herself a little too well. You sick. And I used to get pissed. I guess you got to leave me something. <laughs> you are just a little something, a nasty some crumbs. Son of a bitch. What do they call I that, Brad? When the there's cr- no reason why. What's the name they you, call you, that? You are a fucking alien. You should be dead. Dead. I, there's no all the shit that you've like just done to yourself, your body. The, the there's no. I can't believe you're still alive. I really can't fucking believe it. If all this shit that you say is true, you you should have all kinds of fucking diseases. And no, not necessarily. I never, I never engaged in sodomy. Lenny, have you ever heard of a porno called Captain Stabbing? No. Menstone Labs. Yeah. I have a question for Andrew. I read a lot made about a connection between you and a porno filmed in Florida called captain stabbing where the bloke behind the camera sounds identical to you care to shed any light on that mate hmm. no 
This is the first time I've ever heard of this, but now I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, me, me myself, too. I, I don't know. I can't I wait know. to get this over with to go watch it. Yeah, no shit. Somebody, uh, Christopher Overholt. I have one question for Lenny. In your prime, do you think you could have gone through the Navy SEALs training school? In a prime mental state, that's all I got to say. I don't care if I was in my 20s or 40s. You have to be in the prime mental state for that type of thing. And science has proved that a well-trained 40-year-old could be just as better physically than a 20-year-old, providing you're doing the right things. The NFL doesn't want to play ball. They have drug testing. But you mean to tell me if PEDs were totally legal, you would have men in the all the major sports in their 40s and possibly 50s still active. I agree. I feel like I'm in better shape. I've said it before. I've been better shape than I was. When and I was you're mentally five. better too. Yeah. That's the beauty Jeez. of PEDs. That's what it can give you. Legalize everything. Let's see. Jesus, there's long Brad, I here. wouldn't go that far and say legalize everything. No. There's certain things like, you know, the fentanyls, the heroines, and the crystal meth are just too... You're right. No, yeah. But the key, reason. I, I the key thing is be punitive on it, and that means strict punishment. I'm saying arguably even go so far as to the uh, Sharia law punishment for hard drug possession. And we all know what that is. What, cut people's hands off if they're possessing? <laughs> yes. You yes. think? You don't get anything for fentanyl possession. You get a slap on the wrist and a trip to rehab. That's why they don't want to put a stop to it. You know, people always say they have these laws in the books. They're not laws. You put somebody in a prison, giving them free medical and health care and Free food, that's a punishment? Come on. If you really want something done, like look at all these stories of these children being burned to death and beaten to death. You know, they're not even doing life sentences and what they are doing. They got a support group in prison. You got counselors. You go to a job. People make friends. They have sex. They smuggle substances in there. In fact, there's more here and there. Than on the streets. They sometimes. pay them like 10 cents an hour. <laughs> yes, but you're not, you don't have any bills. Can't get sued. You'd probably live better in jail, to be honest with you, than that shithole that you live in. Well, I'm talking about, I mean, for any case of life, you have to look at yourself and say, there's a chance I could be homeless. What am I going to do? There's a chance I could get a life sentence. That goes for all of us. You don't know what's going to happen. From a twist of event, what am I going to do? There's a chance I could lose my eyesight. What am I going to do? I think that's why you have to look at different scenarios, not be a worrywart, but to realize, you know, say, for instance, in my case, I wasn't prepared to lose a job. What are you going to do? You know, you have to look at those contingencies, not be a worrywart, but be able to plan for it. Never get comfortable, is what you're saying. Yeah, because now is not the time to get comfortable. When you're dead, you're comfortable. Did you see what happened to that woman? What was the last major golf tournament where she was she was a fan? She was at a golf tournament on the sidelines and an errant Ryder Cup. It could have been. I, I don't remember for sure. I'd have to look it up. An errant golf ball 
hit her in the eye, and her eyeball exploded. She's now totally blind in one of her eyes. Boy, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that happened to Carl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. Alex's husband, right? Mm -hmm. So why don't the liberals ban golf balls? Not to change the subject. Oh, for fuck's sake, Leonard. Why don't they ban golf balls? You would love that, because you hate golf. No, I don't hate it. It's just... uh, To you, it's pointless. It is pretty pathetic. <laughs> I got a concussion from getting hit in the back of the head with a golf ball. See, look how dangerous it is. Let's ban them. Yeah. Fucking asshole. I was bringing the other member out when I worked at the old place. Uh-huh. I was bringing another member out to join his group. And this guy, you know, you're driving through the fairway and told the guys to fucking wait. This little asshole decides to take his shot. And he hooked it and fucking smacked me right in the back, right right here. I still have a fucking lump. Jeez. We lost all your teeth if that hit your mouth. If I turn my face, you got hit in the the mouth. Yeah, that's that's even a baseball, you know. But a dizziness, headache. That's why go to a why go to a golf tournament or be on a golf. You know, it's an unnecessary risk. I'm not saying be a worry boy. Is that really that important to go out there? And this depends what you like. Pardon me. It depends what you like. Hey, some people enjoy it, Leonard. Just hey, like you enjoy hey. going and hunting down trannies. It's a risk going on. It's a risk. Exactly. So everything's everything's a risk. Driving down. You're a little driving you home is a risk because one of these old assholes can t-bone and kill us both. I've heard some of the Swedish trannies that I liked. I've had other ones tell me they see a smaller guy they rob and beat the piss out of him. An older guy they beat the fuck out of you. Especially you go to an ex-defensive end that's and a why thong. You're not, that's why you're not worried. When did you wear a thong? No, no they the, did. the tranny. Uh-oh. An ex-defensive end <laughs> and a thong. Yeah, that sounds very sexy. Yeah, ooh. ooh. Let's go now. But these girls had perfect bodies. So I'm like, what? You used to play defense? Get the a fuck defensive end. And mm. like, yeah, Lawrence Taylor and a probably thong. Probably in Dale Chance's uh, semi-pro league he played. There were probably a lot of trannies in that league. <laughs> You were on stage with him this weekend. What a visual. How do you like that Legends Football League footage I keep sending? Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I didn't realize it was that rough. I, yeah. Well, I heard they toned Holy down shit. the uniforms. A lot of those thongs and stuff for 2015, but that is sexy when they bend over like that. Even the white yeah. girls got asses. <laughs> Let's find out when one of their games is. I don't know if they, you know, I hope it's. I think the New York Giants can use a few of those chicks right about now. After watching them play, well, they they fucking won that game. Yes, I mean that sixty-three yard fucking know. kick. Yeah. Man. What's yeah. wrong with your Dolphins, Brad? You want to give us a quick just, synopsis of it? No heart. They're fucking. They're, you don't mean they're scared when Adam Gase was chewing that one player out? I don't think he strikes fear in anybody. Fuck no, he doesn't. Adam Gase, yeah. he's such a creative offensive. I mind. told you, man, it's the same old Dolphins, mediocre, eight and eight, nine and seven. If we're lucky, and whatever, they're not. They're not. What sucks is when the team you like isn't bad enough to get a great draft pick. Correct, that's what happens you every know, fucking year. Right, they'll go eight and eight or seven and nine, and they'll pick like twelve. Yeah, just so. You ne- you and can, you, the guys you, picking players don't. I mean, yeah. you can never draft a breakthrough rookie. You just sort of get, you know, a good player. And Ryan Tannehill's going to be the starter for the next five or six years. You watch. What do you think, Lenny, about all this um, roughing the passer crap? Ruining the game. It is totally Jesus Christ. You know, if I was a high school athlete right now, or you know, middle middle school, and I was an aspiring football player, I wouldn't want to play defense. I would only want to play offense. 
Look online of you know? Ben Davidson for the Oakland Raiders hitting Len Dawson. Type that in. You want to see a late hit? I don't even think it was called. It's hilarious. <laughs> when I think about late hits, I always think about Jim McMahon getting body slammed. Remember that? Yeah. By yeah, Green Bay. Charles Smith. Is that who did it? Yeah, Turkey Jones grabbing Terry Bradshaw and slamming on his head. Turkey Jones. Turkey you know, Jones funny. for the Cleveland saw, Browns. They, they did a, you know, they introduced players at the beginning of the game and they say their names. One guy last night, his name was Taco. <laughs> Black kid. His name is fucking Taco. Is he a porch monkey? <laughs> yeah, but what? Figures. No, it was just like... <laughs> there's another guy, the other one... What's his name? Booger McFarlane. Yeah. What the fuck is that, man? Your name is fucking Booger? He's actually a great analyst. Yeah, why would you change your name? Why would your parents name him that? Booger, Booger or Taco. <laughs> you, it's, it kills me when we do these cameos because he sees a lot of the kids' names that come in. Uh-huh. He, he gets so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Like, what are these people naming their children? <laughs> yeah, my father always had, when the Jasons came along, what do you think about that, Jay? That's a wimp name. Everybody named Jason. Genova, too. <laughs> what about what he said with your, with your brother? Yeah, I mean, he didn't like him. The EJ? Yeah, my brother's name was Edward Joseph. He was named after my father's older brother who was electrocuted in a steel mill, died. Jesus. And it was Edward Joseph Person, so my mother thought it would be cute to call him EJ for Edward Joseph. And she's calling him that all around town and all the local grocery store checkout girls. Oh, here comes EJ. It's so cute. My father raised hell. He goes, I don't want to ever hear that again. It stopped. Probably like age five. Don't, don't you ever call my son one of those sissy names. <laughs> <laughs> or how about J.R.? That's another one. J.R., some kid in Little League, J.R. That's you, Junior, right? No. You're the second or no? No, but just like John Robert or some shit like that. Uh-uh. You know? Wimp names turn out to be wimps. <laughs> Like, the best name is Dick Butkus, you know? Matter of fact, if I have a son, I'll say it now, I'll say it again. His name's going to be Dick Person. Because <laughs> once you get a chip on his shoulder at that age, and like my father's analogy was, wait till you get him on that field, he's going to be tearing people's heads off. What, from getting picked on for his name his whole sure. life? Sure. Yeah. It worked for him. He had that skin discoloration. And he couldn't hide it on. He had the, you know, he wore was long that the vitiligo shorts. like Michael Jackson Something had? Something was red. Uh-oh. We used to call him salami and cheese. It was all over his upper body, like red splotches of skin mixed with regular white skin. I mean, real, like pieces of salami, like all over his back and splotches. And it was on his hand. You talked about that before. And he always wore long sleeve shirts everywhere. And, you know, Sagas, he had big arms from lifting. He's like, you know, when people look at his arms, but he never showed them off. But on the football field, he had to have them exposed, and people would look at him and comment, and just something to set him off. So you can never go on that field or anywhere with a nice, happy-go-lucky attitude like, hey, how you doing? You know, it just doesn't mix. But that's what I was taught. 
didn't follow through. But it worked. I mean, he get kids and anybody fired up for that. See your guy Odell Beckham complaining. He's a fucking do something with that stupid hair. Tell me he's not a queer. I actually agreed with a lot of the things he said. About Eli. What's up with that hair, Beckham? I'm on an explanation. Starting to think the Giants should have drafted a quarterback and not not Saquon. No, Saquon's good, man. Ah, Jesus. He'll gain a yard, gain a yard, gain a yard, one for 20. Gain a yard, lose two, gain a yard, run for 20. He's either a long run or he gets nothing. At least that's what he's been so far. You can see the talents there. Maybe the offensive line is the problem and not him. That's probably the case. Steelers had a nice win. They were the worst defense in the NFL. Defense is a sieve. We'll see how they do against the Bengals this week. As we'll see how the Patriots do against the Chiefs Sunday night. Should be pretty interesting. Yeah, those are good games, actually. We will see. No, anything else you're gonna talk about? Let's see. Oh, Brett. Brett's a Supreme Court now. Good. It's where he should be. All those marches and pickets and whatever. There you have it. You already tried to mess with me. It didn't work. <laughs> Your fat not anonymity, <laughs> but then they went to power. And then you got the cookie cutter saying, oh, she's really tough. She hasn't done shit. I got an accusing bitch that won't even face me. And I'm going to find out who her fat, ugly ass is real soon. <laughs> and she can take it any way she likes because there's freedom of speech. And I know how to, what to say and how to say it. Yeah, you felt that firsthand, man. You fat, disgusting pig. All right, let's do some more questions and get out of here. I have a question. When is Carla Dunlap going to sit her lovely self in this seat across from me so I could rub footsies with her? Actually, my, she teaches Pilates two days a week. Is that how you pronounce it? Pilates? Pilates? Yeah. Oh, Pilates. 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 And um, he told me I can message her on Facebook. And he said she'll be resp- she's very nice. She'll respond. So I think it would be I'll good if we all her. do one of the Pilates courses one day. And have it filmed. You wouldn't be able to do shit. If she told me to do it, I'd do it. <laughs> if she wears that nice outfit she used to wear for body shaping. Yeah. What is your opinion on moving to Florida to live? I'm tired of living in Montreal with the cold. What is your opinion, Leonard? Well, we can switch. Hopefully. That's a hometown of Christina Broccolini. I wouldn't mind going there right now. Where does she live now? Montreal. What are you afraid of the cold for, you cookie cutter? <laughs> Do you let temperature and weather dictate your lifestyle? You be a lot. Well, yeah, absolutely, everybody does. Of course. Bullshit. What do you mean bullshit? Are you going to ride your bike in the fucking snow? No, I'm riding in the oh, heat. That's okay. worse. Right. So there you At go. At least in the snow, it I'll does be nice. dictate what you. Do, I'll be nice and cool. Asshole. There's not snow on the ground at 24-7. No shit. But Montreal, I think it's what? Cold fucking nine months out of the year or something ridiculous? Fuck no. Not only that, but if you know what they pay in taxes in Canada, 
compare to Florida where there's no state income tax. You'll yeah. make you'll make a whole lot more money down here. I don't know what this guy Montre- does for a living. Montreal's I think close to Maine or New York even. Mm. But Montreal's a beautiful city. I was there once. And Christina's a beautiful angel. Probably a lot more cultured in South Florida. Yep. Thoughts on the Steelers, James Conner. He's just a scab. He's fumble prone. He uses his past cancer to gain sympathy on the football field. Oh, really? Well, he's filling in nicely for Le'Veon. Oh, look, Jay Masters is live. He finally got to do a live again. Oh, no shit. Is he live right now? Looks like it. Or maybe that's old. (laughs) Surprised he hasn't called. What happened to the couple from Sweden? They're here. They just went down. They went down to an Airbnb in Fort Lauderdale today. They were in Delray for a few days with another couple from Canada. I met them at the gym. What night was that? Is it Monday? What the hell is today? Monday was Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Nice people. You know, Lynn, you didn't meet Lynn and Eric when they came the last time. Yeah, I think I did. She trained with Jason once. I met her briefly. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you did or not. Anyway. What, what song do we want to go out with? What the hell did we say before? Never mind this shot. I don't think we picked one. Or are we going to do the uh, Police Academy song? That's it. The okay. Blue Oyster, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting terrible service in here. I don't know why. You connected to my Wi-Fi? No, I disconnect. Oh, here it is. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see. Let's see. There's a tunnel. Uh, the guy holding the cop. That's great. <laughs> Who does that look like? I keep asking myself if anybody. Who first comes to mind? <laughs> oh, it's so fucking funny. Brad, how about a Halloween idea? Yeah, what about what are we going to do about that? Jason invited uh, us to his mom's Halloween yeah. party. So, so the Gang Goblin is apparently having another Halloween party this year on the 28th. And we were all invited. Jay was not. Surprise, surprise. So we just have to. I say we boycott it again unless Jay can go. What do you think, Leonard? I'm boycotting unless you dress up like that. <laughs> <laughs> you sick fuck. I'll do I'm it too. I'm not dressing up like that. And we could do the dance as a joke. That's okay. I'm not dressing up the like that. The men would be animal. outrageous. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that doesn't mean because you put leather on. You could say you're a tough guy hell's angel. There you go. You could say what a oh, Mel's perfect. crew. There you go. That's just what we'll do. We'll all dress up like yeah. this. Oh, these perfect. guys are tougher because they shove their freaking arms up each other's ass. What do you think Jane would do if we all showed up wearing like leather vests and chains and... Oh, she would drop her panties right away. You think so? Oh, yeah. She'd want us all to fuck her, silly. <laughs> no fucking question. Yeah. Get Harvey to dress up like that with you, Brad. He looks. He fits right in with that shit. Didn't he dress up? That that's what he did dress Pretty up. Pretty damn close. He's a Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Harvey. So what did you learn this weekend, Leonard? You going to stay out of the fucking hospital for a while or what? That remains to be seen. I'm just going to just say monitor yes. my blood sugar. You never know what's going to happen. I can't make any guarantees. 
you know. But are you going to take your prescription, what you need yeah, to? Yeah, I'm going to have right. to. Thank you. I'm taking you to the doctor tomorrow, yes? Yeah, okay. appreciate it. Yep. Pretty soon, an MRI on the belly. Let's figure. See where? Ask the guy where they have an open MRI. Yeah. It won't be. Bad. Also, I believe some of those. See, he just fucking ignores. Some of those bikers <laughs> were in the movie, one of the Naked Gun movies with Leslie O'Neill. There was Leslie a scene. Nielsen. Which Leslie scene? Leslie Nielsen with OJ. There was a scene in one of the Naked Gun movies where they had the same motherfuckers, and coincidentally enough, before I even saw these movies, I wasn't allowed to do. I was at downtown Pittsburgh at night. And lo and behold, three of those fucks are walking down the street, and this guy was was just laughing. And I said, "What do you mean? Aren't those bikers?" He goes, "No, they're ooh, they all had those mustaches, and they were just dorky looking, almost like that Freddie Mercury creep, that human <laughs> filth." Oh I guess God! It, I saw they have a movie out there advertised during the NFL games. Yeah, with that sodomite looking like him, but with a mustache. Why don't we go to Jane's party as the village people? It's a good idea. Uh, you have to. Yeah. We have to put you in Captain Spaulding makeup. Well, the village <laughs> okay. people is a good idea. You can use Captain Spaulding would be easy and fucking hilarious. Did you ever see that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you didn't learn your lesson, or you did? Well, I learned from that. You know, you got to certain things you can't really abruptly stop doing. Or go cold turkey on, but hey, there's no guarantees in life. I mean, I could be hit very easily by a truck while I'm trying to cross the street. It's hard to cross the street to get to the bus stop, so that's a feat. It's that time of the morning, I know. Oh, dude, I, that's busy. why I was I late, man. That fuckers won't. Why don't you just go through the light out of the neighborhood? Used to... It takes too long. Yeah, that light is fucking long. And that's one of the reasons why we end daylight savings when we do. Otherwise, it'll still be dark out at 8.30 in the morning in December. Hmm. Makes it very dangerous with kids going to school and whatnot. Yeah. You know, some people want it all year round, but you just can't do it. It's too dangerous. All right. Well, that's it. Listen, the rest, most of the shirts went out. All the international will go out tomorrow. There's like four more I'll have to get well, on Wednesday. And then a little over end. two weeks away for the big NWO reunion in Orlando, Florida. The 27th, we're going to try to go, as long as you're still alive. I'm going to sit that one out. You guys go and represent. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and the Hulkster. That'll be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be a late night. Because I think the, the meet and greet is from 6 to 8 or some shit. What else is there? Drive, by, drive back after. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's before it. We'll have to talk to Winston Churchill. He'll fill us in. <laughs> They give him so much shit. He just throws it right back. Yeah. He's a good guy. You can't let the shit bother you. See, Nate's over in Greece with Dumbo. Nice. It's a place. Thanks for that to. little video clip, Nate. I enjoyed it. I actually fantasize about it. What video clip? Oh, you know what he's. Uh, let's just say this, Dumbo. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Dumbo takes on like a cookie cutter, but she looks wicked in that video. If you get my drift, enough said. You don't want to elaborate on that? Nope. Okay. <laughs> she knows he showed stuff. that to you. <laughs> I wish she did that to me. I could use it right now. Oh, my God. Although Nate is... 
packing a lot of heat, I'll say that. <laughs> Must be his Puerto Rican slash African genetic traits. <laughs> You're impressed. <laughs> or it might be he's wearing a kid and cock ring that's making it look like that. That's probably what it is. All right. <laughs> Better stop before this goes bad. It already has. They're too late for that. Uh, he should have known better than to show that to you. <laughs> oh, you guys got to look. Through. There we go. Look it up, everyone. Police Academy, Blue Oyster Bar. Brad, all you need is the jacket, the handcuffs, and the cap. Fuck you. We're out of here. That'd be a great gimmick. For downtown Delray, is that, that your is that your fantasy, Leonard? Is that your favorite fantasy? Seeing me in some fucking leather shit. Well, don't you worry, you're gonna clown. see it anyway from the maniacs. <laughs> on Instagram, you are. Exactly. That's for sure. Thanks, fuck. You're <laughs> fucked, buddy. Good night. Uh.